0: All right, KISS Army, welcome to the KISS FAQ Podcast.
1: Thank you for giving us your time today and letting us into your head. I hope we don't do any damage. This is a KISS-related podcast by the board for the board. We hope that you enjoy. We'd love you to support this show. Please like, follow, and subscribe to us on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Your likes and subscription helps us to grow and attract interviews and content. So please retweet and share our posts. Your contributions are appreciated welcome to episode 456 of the kiss faq podcast i'm your host julian gill we're going random topics from the board episode and i started doing the roman numerals because i watch way too much ridiculousness and they always do channel and sterling number xvii whatever the fuck that is um so today it's me it's lonnie st louis kiss it's 69th blizzard and it's marcus almighty has anyone bought any kiss stuff this week or are you uh all just waiting for some supposed announcement going to happen on Howard Stern on March the first, and mm-hmm. that's a rumor. I haven't seen that published anywhere that I would take without a grain of salt.
0: I bought Guns
2: waiting. and Roses tickets this week. But. What did did
0: you did uh. Oh yeah, they're playing
2: here. playing here. They're playing Bush Stadium in St. Louis. It's exciting.
0: Nice. Well, oh, the band is lifted, right?
2: Yeah, because they played here in, in seventeen, yeah. um, and, and everything went well, so they got invited
0: back. Yeah,
1: Good. they're not. Co- they're not coming up here, which.
0: They're not coming to Toronto apparently, but I think they're going to like around us somewhere here. I know there's there's four Canadian dates, but I don't see any Toronto show, but which is odd. But you know, but they
1: I didn't care. I didn't
0: buy any Kiss. I didn't buy any Kiss. I'm but I I am waiting for the uh obviously uh, the live off the, the soundboard thing obviously when that finally comes out.
1: Yeah. So uh, also announcing tour dates was uh, Joe Perry Project with Gary Cherone, yeah. which is yeah, pretty so cool. He's a cool guy. Um, open, open for them in 84 in his previous band, which became Extreme. What'd you get? You Ooh, got the magazine?
3: You can. You All got right. both magazines. So you got Rock Candy. Rock Candy, also, yeah. So, yeah, they're both good. Pretty good stuff. Yeah, anything new? I haven't, had, I haven't had a chance to really go
1: through that. Yeah, that uh, really new, though. <laughs> is anything ever new, Mark?
0: I guess not. You know, you can, one can hope, right?
1: Isn't is Kiss ever set new? List new? Wow. Anything new for KISS nerds? Nothing <laughs> Nothing is ever new. I want to read a couple of comments from the last uh, last episode, which, of course, was over Ronnie. The, uh, dig, the deep, the deep, I can't speak. The deep dig inside the Coventry, or popcorn pub. You know, just a couple of things that do, do uh, kind of resonate. Uh, Paul Baby 14, imagine being one of the people who walked past that night, not knowing who was playing inside the very first kiss show ever yeah that's that's pretty cool and then uh this is my favorite and this is ronnie parker this is my favorite history year because it's the beginning that picture from the street view of the club is mind-blowing i'd never seen that and often wondered what it looked like excellent and awesome show thank you space ace ron for the nice comments and also yeah i mean we still don't know what it looked like as the coventry that remains a mystery and something to be discovered, hopefully. Or maybe it'll just remain a mystery because it was a little hole in the wall and sunny Sunnyside. So, again, thanks to Ronnie for coming on the show and, you know, talking about that adventure that he's had. Let's get into some topics this week. I mean, first and foremost, I want to say thank you to everyone who I saw in Charlotte, North Carolina, when I finally got there. Uh, the Peter Chris, uh, what was it, Mad Monster 2020. 23 event Uh, it was i'm very humble and honored to have been asked to help out that that weekend and i had a fantastic time as a fly on the wall um some people spotted me behind the drum heads and then uh helping with the pens um you know i I got to say hi to quite a few people which is really cool but even cooler is the grin that's been on my face all week, just from the joy of celebration of the Catman and the positivity that paraded through that room for for two days. Awesome group of people on Team Catman. Absolutely fantastic what they do to make things run smoothly. The attention given to the fans, the service personnel, the vets, children, um, just above and beyond, making it the very best Interaction that you can have with a founding member and legend for Kiss. So um, I didn't take anything to get signed, but I ended up at the end of day two, last person that had their autograph done. I'd been doing the pens, so I'd been dabbing on a, a picture to make sure the ink was flowing. And I just grabbed that. I said, hey, Peter, would you sign that for me, please? It's only going to mean anything to me because it's been dab, dab, dabbed all over. Um, I'm going to hang that up on the wall proudly as just a reminder of something that was so fantastic. No negativity. Really cool evenings up until three, chatting with friends, got to hang out with the powerful and attractive Joe O'Dell. That was really cool had a couple of yinglings uh, there for myself um but talk kiss talked peter chris talked music uh talked all sorts of things with friends i didn't even go down to any of the other mad monster stuff i didn't go see alex winter who was in uh, bill and ted or um i mean the guy from aliens mm-hmm. walked bishop who was in the bar a bit and walked by i didn't mm-hmm. ask for a picture didn't see freddy you know, getting getting there was fun. Getting back was fun, and again, <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's oh, gonna, yeah. it's going to live in my heart for a very long time. Just how cool it was. So, um again, thanks to everyone. Let's get into some of the news for this week because there's late breaking news today. Mark, let's start with you. As a recording artist, would you pay Gene Simmons to record a song with him at Abbey Road Studios? Only five thousand
0: nine hundred ninety-five. <laughs> it was. Wow! shit. Nice. But it's you so can affordable. take a friend and
1: split the cost.
0: So affordable Gene makes these things for his fans. You know, he, he, like he says before, he's here for his fans. And, you know, he'll do whatever it takes to make his fans happy. He's here for the fans. $6,000. You know, that's just chump change for people like Lonnie and me. And, you know, we just have that somewhere sitting in our in our sock drawer. They're sock just waiting to be used at any moment for something just like this with Gene. You crazy? I wouldn't pay him $6,000 to record a song. For what? I mean, I, I can do that here at home for like nothing. And I and you guys know it. i put out like seven of my own albums plus three other ones with other bands and stuff like that. I mean, look I can see why some people might be interested in doing it because, you know, it's Gene Simmons and if you have never met him or if you want to meet him then maybe it's an opportunity. And if you're a band in a band or something, then maybe you might think of it. And, and I know that there's a lot of young people out there that think this way. Hey, if we all chip in dudes, like we all get a thousand bucks each to five of us, you know, let me and Bobby here go down with them and we'll record one of our songs. And, you know, we can put it on our next album, man. It'll be awesome. Like they'll think ridiculous things like that. And then, you know, it'll never pan out. But Gene knows that, you know, he, he knows that that's going to be an allure of some people too. some musicians going to want to come in, record a song with them. And that'll be their ticket to startup. Right. Mm. But I mean, come on, you know realistically you have to think of it from the big picture gene simmons is a money person gene simmons is a businessman he probably thought of every possible loophole in this situation you know to prevent something like that you know either you write the song and he has 95 percent of the royalties coming to him he owns 75 percent of the publishing or whatever you know he probably has this all written in some sort of fine print so i would be not only would i not want to give him the money but I would be very leery to trust him legally with anything of my, my music. All right,
1: Mark. Mark's had a quarter put him uh, put in him over that one. Uh, but I just want to remind him one thing before I go to Lonnie. Of course, it's for the fans. What is wrong with you? Gene Simmons is his number one fan. He is his him. biggest fan. It is for yes, his fan. Is. It's for himself. So you know, come on, Abbey Road isn't worth a you know a, a few bob. You know, Lonnie, what, what would you what do you think about that one? Because you know, versus it, go, versus going into S.I.R. with Vinny
2: and getting an iPhone recording. Oh, yeah.
0: And, oh. and, and
2: you, you mentioned the gentleman I was going to mention. If people are paying these prices for the Vinny Vincent stuff for these um, little deals that he does in Nashville, then why wouldn't someone spend six grand to do this with Gene? You know, someone's going to do it you know more than one person is going to do it i mean we we see and i'm guilty I, I i i'm guilty i have one of those paul stanley paintings downstairs that i bought you know so yeah so i mean we all we all do things where we're like "Ooh, i really dropped some 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 coin on that so you know there will definitely be people to do that because there's people buying these Paul Stanley paintings. Like me, there's people that are buying these, you know, whatever they put out, whatever they pedal, people will buy it. You, you know, people will buy this
0: pedal. I haven't heard that term in a while.
2: there's (laughs) There's no doubt in my mind. I mean, I mean, from, from, from the vault experiences to, to paul stanley paintings to stage used microphones stage used guitars mm-hmm. all this stuff is for sale and the reason why it is still for sale is for sale for a reason because people are buying it Vinnie vincent charging what was it six hundred dollars to sign history people if, if, if people are paying six hundred dollars for Vinnie vincent to sign their history book somebody's going to pay six thousand dollars for gene simmons to record a song
0: you, you know, sorry, I just got to say something, though, because you brought up something about the the the, the instruments, the stage played instruments. Yeah. So on Gene Simmons's site, he has like a list of all the bases that you could buy that, that he'll do stage played off there. And the other day I was on there and I was laughing. My mother was in the other room. She's like, what are you laughing at? I showed her the site and I showed her all the pictures of the bases and how much they cost, like $15,000 for this one, $10,000 for that. And my mom is a lady of very few words. She, and this is where, and she got set off by this because she just looked at me and she goes, What an asshole. And that's all she said. Like when she, you know, for <laughs> charging really? people that much money for a bass, she goes, This guy, that's she knows, awesome. she watched, she, she used to watch the Simmons Family Jewel. She goes, This man has so much money. Why does he need to charge young kids this much money for bass guitars? Will pay it. Yeah. Sorry. She's from, the old
1: con- she's from the old country. Yeah. They, they
0: will oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> all right, team.
1: Um, red kool-aid guy yeah you
3: yeah you team g red. Red one one word inflation <laughs> no not really it, you know going back to the uh vault experience you know that was a good chunk of money uh that we laid down back then and uh but uh i felt that was worth it you know it was a good meet and greet and we got the extras and all that stuff plus the vault you know mm-hmm. um so that that was where the, this is kind of a little little bit extreme um I, you know it's it's for the really really die hard gene simmons kiss fan that has money to you know has a lot of extra money to you know spend or whatever you know so um if i would i do it if i had a a ton yeah i'd probably do it if i had a ton of expendable you know money income? or whatever income expendable income. and uh but yeah i i you know, i looked at it like oh that's kind of cool and then you, you look at the price and like <laughs> oh okay, okay. <laughs> never mind i'm priced out of it so you know i think it's good for the people that want to do it and i'm sure they'll have a great time i'm sure it'll be a real fun time but uh yeah and then abbey road she's legendary you know that that's kind of a a, on its own a very cool thing there in itself the
0: only thing worth it to be honest that studio is fantastic you know right
3: that's part of it so yeah i mean it's all good um if someone wants to spend it, they can do it, then uh, I'm glad they can. And, and I'm sure they'll have a great time.
1: More power All right. So, yeah, yeah, you know, more power to you. If you've got that disposable income and that makes you happy. I, I don't give a shit. You know, Abbey Road, cool studio. But now compare it to the price. It's $6,000 US, so uh, 5,000 pounds. Um the price listing for the vip experiences for the 2023 tour has been announced as well so 3500 for the ultimate that's uh, you, you get the pits and you get the uh a picture with the band and the sound check or right, diamonds a thousand um you know com- comparatively speaking you know you're getting into a studio with gene i'm sure there's a lot of fine prints um I, again i haven't read too deeply into it because i'm not interested. I mean, would it be fun to record a song with Gene Simmons? Yeah, it would be fun. You know, do some Beatles shit. You know, see you tonight at Abbey Road Studios with Gene Simmons or "Read My Body." Finish one of
3: his finish one of his unfinished songs that he has. You know, that'd be yeah. kind of cool.
1: Yeah, Eskimo Sun with Gene Simmons at <laughs> Abbey Road Studios. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, <laughs> or uh, My Uncle's a Raft. Yeah, you know, what? Whatever it it. It's not for everyone. It's clearly not for everyone. And I think everyone can get mad about the pricing, but then be realistic. You know, I think he's probably sat down in a meeting. Let's come up with some ideas, you know, to make some extra scratch on the side, you know. And someone's probably said, Well, Vinnie Vincent's doing these events at SIR and they sell out every time. And he's like, I'm Gene Simmons. I can beat that. Let's do we're going to do Abbey Road (laughs) and someone on the board did say it would be cool with Electric Lady or Record Plant or Village Recorder or, you know, whatever, whatever's still around. That would be cool. Something that actually has a connection with Kiss. But, okay, it's outside of my my realm. All right. You guys posted this while I was gone. I think Ken did anyway. Ken. Record Store Day is coming up. April the 22nd is Record Uh, Store Day. There are two KISS-related releases coming, three, actually. Um, Two of them are Eric Carr, reissues of Rockology with five bonus tracks, uh, some alt takes of uh, some of the songs that are on there. And I think something from uh, 74 was listed and then removed from the listing. So um, 500 copies of it on CD. Four thousand, four thousand copies on vinyl so you know what it's got the makeup cover lon are you going to be in for rockology
2: yeah i think that's cool i mean um <clears throat> you know, we, we we've seen mock-ups of, of like the air Carr solo album and things like that all the time to- forever so the fact that uh, his camp is putting that out um you know on the rock out this the allergy cd that, that that most of us have or a lot of us have with some bonus tracks but with that cover art i mean sh- shoot i'm going after that i mean I, i'll go from record store to record store and record store day until <laughs> until i find it you know i think that's i think that's a great idea i mean i, I don't know who posted that originally on, on our little group chat if it was ken or whoever but i was like seriously i'm like that's badass looking <laughs> You know, I mean, I mean, that's something to get excited about. I mean, as as a as a you know as a as a Kiss fan, as a a a fan of their history, I I think that's something you know that that'll get me excited to get me to go out to record store day and like, yeah, I'm gonna go search this out and find it. I, I think that's I think it's a great idea, and I'm excited about it.
1: I'm with Lonnie. It's actually getting me out to Record Store Day, and oh. that's the only thing I'm interested in—just the CD copy. Mark, we haven't had too many Kiss-related Record Store Day releases, and I guess there's no Origins this cycle. So, Rockology excite you in any way?
0: Um, I know it's going—I know it's going to go over great with the people um. watching, but uh, it's—it's it's a hard pass for me. Okay, uh, I—I'm not interested in, especially when I saw that he's doing like you know cappella versions of you know eyes of love or whatever and stuff i mean i, I don't need to hear that i mean i i there's just it's just I, I like eric bless him he was a great drummer and everything and stuff like that but his i was never really into his music not to say that's not bad and it's not worth getting i mean i i i appreciate that they're doing something like this and you know maybe kish should make you know note that you know They should do something like that. I mean, Eric's doing it. Ace Freely's been doing it. How many consecutive record store days has he had something come out? But I got to tell you, the main reason why I'm doing a hard pass is because I'm pretty excited. Okay? Because Yes is putting out live at Knoxville Civic Auditorium, 3LP set for record store day, which is fantastic because... They, they had released the Progeny box set on vinyl. It's like 21 vinyl records. It's incredibly expensive. But now they're releasing separate shows for that box set on Record Store Day. So I'm like, yes, thank God. So I'm going to be getting that. Plus Porcupine Tree is releasing something on Record Store Day. So I'm I'm hot on that. And Mr. Big's reissuing their debut mm. record, which is like really expensive to get an OG copy of that. Like really expensive, so I'm on that man. I'm on it. Like I'm on it. You know. So sorry, Eric Carr, but you know, yes, and these guys come first.
2: Wow. The over/under on a Mr. Big reference on this show was 18 minutes and 30 seconds.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, Ken. What about what about you and Recology?
3: Yeah, I mean, if it's there, I'm gonna get out there, and if it's there, uh, you know, I'll probably pick it up. Um I'm not sure about the other one there's the other one spinning gold Well
1: yeah well, Which, well I was going to go to that yeah. one next
3: Okay well I, I, I'll hold I wanted on
1: I it. wanted to introduce it with Yeah yeah it I'll didn't hold work out so well for, that didn't wow. work out so well for <laughs> kiss so,
3: Yeah yeah so true we'll, we'll um, Exactly um but uh, yeah the rockology thing I'm about, I'm I'm like Mark I'm going to probably there's a couple other things that are more, are more exciting to me <laughs> uh maybe you know like a early you know 70s billy Joel live uh you know vinyl and there's an elvis one too. and uh there's something else too but you know uh i think it's cool i, I think the other i have the one that came out a couple of years back that uh uh they put out for eric carr uh that, you know the rockologist one um that tom tom put out um i have that um but you know this one looks kind of cool it's and again i do like that they did it in the solo album cover like the other original solo album so it's yeah. kind of a, a nice touch that they did from that standpoint and the, the, i guess they have a poster in there too that's so going to be like the other you know solo album poster so oh really, oh, really? i didn't know that. yeah it's supposed to be a poster in there too um, I, th- that's, I think that's what I read so yeah so the, it might be a little nice little package and we'll see
1: alright so I gave you the bird and that was because <laughs> yeah, the rude. cover of spinning gold music from the motion picture is a gold middle finger which <sighs> you know Neil Bogart had the Midas touch with bubblegum I th- wish they'd riffed off that somehow or how how he looked like a musical Richard Simmons. Um, <laughs> the, the, the golden middle finger just, and its covers, which really
2: yeah,
3: yeah. don't. Right. It's not original artists uh, doing the, those things. There
1: was a really was good book set yeah. a few years ago called The Casablanca Story which runs the gamut of all the best music to come out of that label from Parliament to Donna Summers. I think Parliament had some stuff on there. Scat Brothers had a song on there, Kiss, of course, which really covers Cast Angel. Bullshit, Angel has a new album coming out. Um, So, you know, a middle finger on a cover album, uh uh-uh. There's not even a hard pass. It's a F no. Um, Lonnie, Spinning Gold? Spinning your way? Absolutely,
2: absolutely not. No no desire. You gonna go see the movie? Uh, I'll go see the movie. I don't I, I I was thinking about that the other day. I wanna go see Creed Three and I wanna go see that. And I haven't been to a movie theater since like God. I think when like but last Star Wars came out like in nineteen. So I know. So <laughs> So, like, there's two movies I want to go see in the next month, so I'm excited about it. Actually, I will go see it. I mean, I'm I'm interested in it The Neil Bogart story. I mean, how can how yeah. can somebody who does a kiss podcast every week say that? Oh no, I'm not going to go see the new Bo- the Neil Bogart store hit theater. So,
1: yeah, because yeah. we're gonna have to we're gonna have to bitch about everything they get wrong, Correct. right? Rather than celebrate that it finally exists. Yeah, do Ken. a show
2: about it, complaining. Can yeah. you gonna
3: buy it? Um i don't know you know if i'm there and i see it i might, might nah, it. He's tempted i don't like I, no i don't like that middle finger thing i never liked it even back when kiss put it on the back of their leather jacket around the time of the conventions they had the leather jacket and i'm like you know, i would have bought that <laughs> if they had it in the fist or if they had it in you know the gene simmons yeah. you know but where or, are you going to wear or that this. you can't wear
2: that anywhere
3: it's like you know, I'm going to walk around with that with, you know, flipping off people yeah, that's walking by, that. behind me. It's like, you know. Oh, come but... on.
2: You can wear <laughs> no, that. why not? On.
0: No, it's, no. Just, it's, it's just like wearing. Wear that shovel in your snow, Mark. Hey, listen, it's like wearing those shirts that <laughs> have like a finger here and says "I was stupid" and it's pointing it to the side on your. You know, th- th- people wear those shirts all the time. You know, like come well, on, yeah. in Canada maybe
3: where it's in still.
0: In Canada, yeah.
3: Anyway, yeah, I mean, but I saw the you know that's the album cover. I was like, ah, why they do that? And then, but then they have the movie poster, which is a little bit better. They cover what? up. They cover Guns, up money and drugs. They cover what? up the middle finger like this with the spinning logo <laughs> above it like that. um Oh, censorship, huh? It's mm. a little bit. Yeah, I said. Well, they should have just got rid of the hand altogether and just put spinning gold. The nice uh, that part of the logo was perfectly fine by itself. But I whatever. Think I,
1: I think a, a former Kiss fan overthought that album cover. You know.
3: Oh, probably. Yeah. yeah. Wasn't me, obviously.
1: No, no, clearly not you us. Ask me. All right, so l- let's go straight into new lawsuit. This one. Hey, you're not going to fr- ask me. I know what you're going to say, Um, "Yeah, okay, Mark." He's going to say, go. "I'm
3: with stupid." <laughs> I'm with stupid. Is.
0: All right, Mark.
3: <laughs> please, please.
0: Okay, I'll I'll keep it short. No, I'm not going to get it, and I'll probably not go to the movie either, uh, just because. The last time I went and saw a movie that was supposed to be a reenactment or a telling of a story of some famous musician was like rock, rock star. It was supposed to be like Ripper Owens's story, and it's like a complete uh, well, fail. Well, 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 yeah, it was a total. That was a fail. Like the first half of the movie was excellent. I was like, they're doing it perfect, enjoy. and then they totally screwed the whole. Fun. It was fun. terrible. Absolute, like <laughs> complete. Sticking a knife in my eye by the end of it, it was terrible. You're taking you know? it
3: too seriously, just like you take Destroyer too seriously. Well,
0: <laughs> well come on. I mean, they, if you're going to tell a story, it tell fine. it correctly. I mean, Priest so bailed out. Bohemian, of that.
3: Bohemian Rhapsody wasn't accurate, but
0: God damn, it was a fun. I still yeah. have to see that. But oh, the God. only movie, the only movie that I'm gearing up to see, and I'm looking excited to see, and I'm sure you guys are going to roll your eyes when I say this, but Avatar, huh? No, the new Flash movie. It's supposed to be excellent.
3: Oh, hey, okay. You're you okay, Martin. Yeah. You're okay.
0: <laughs> All
1: right. No, know. i I I haven't been to the cinema since the uh, the last Bond movie, and I really regret not seeing Maverick in an IMAX theater. Oh, yeah. Or okay, sure. I don't even know if it was available, but you know, mm-hmm. I'm going to go see it. Because again, it is it's got Aerosmith, it's got KISS, it's got all that great movies, uh music from the seventies. I don't care if it's cheesy, I don't care if it's cornball. If I start singing, then I hope the rest of the people aren't telling me to shut up and are singing along too. Um because that's how it should be. Yeah. Sing some Donna summer too. Come on. That was some good music. Exactly. All right. Let's head back into serious serious land. So the wig wrangler is suing Doc McGee, Paul Stanley, Gene Simmons, Kiss. Um, I took the term wig wrangler from the uh, board. That I don't did not come up with that myself, but apparently. <sighs> Wrongful termination after 30 years. They accused him, uh, allegedly mm. accused him of leaking the COVID protocol story. Um, it's a TMZ article, <laughs> which oh boy. Um, kind of uh, says it all, but accused um, various people about mishandling the grave situation that resulted in the death of, obviously, Fran. Um, I have very little to say about this whole thing. Other than California is at a will an at will employment state, which means you could be terminated at any time without cause for any reason.
0: Wow, um, that sucks.
1: Yeah, well, welcome to America. I know in Canada
0: can't and do other that countries
1: here. you can't do that there, uh, but that's how it is here. So, um, again, all the shit around COVID is so done. Um, mm. I'm I'm done with all of that crap. You know having gone to a, a mass event this weekend, you got to live. And that's what they were trying mm. to do. And actually, from what I read, Paul Stanley calling Fran saying, you got to go to a doctor, you got to do this. I actually came out a lot. I'm like, wow, yeah. he actually said that? Wasn't mm. w- wasn't being what I thought his reaction would be. I was actually more impressed by some of the band response because again, you control your own destiny to a certain extent with these things and what fucking standing does a hairdresser have with what went happened to fran fran's deal was fran's deal you know so i don't understand how a hairdresser can be even you know talking about all that shit lonnie you you kind of nodded in somewhat agreement with me being surprised about paul stanley's comments
2: yeah i i was surprised about paul saying comments about him saying I, I i read the article this afternoon um after it was posted on the board and i was like oh it's interesting I, and i read it and it's like i was surprised at paul's that that it was paul saying no you have to go you have to go you know it's it's no joke take care of yourself blah blah blah, blah. um but i and i'm also with Julie in the fact that um you know I'm i'm not gonna i mean i'm gonna live my life too i'm gonna do you know, what, what, what I want to do. And I'm, I'm, I'm just going to do it. I'm over it. If I, you know, I, I, I've had it, I've had it multiple times, you know, I just have, and maybe you can say this because I don't take enough precautions say what you want. But, um, I don't, I don't know how, I, mean, I, I don't know how the whole hairdresser thing ties into like Julie was saying, Ties into the Fran death thing, and this, and I, I get it. They're saying he's the one that leaked it, blah 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 blah, and that's how he got fired. But you know, I, I I think I think we're trying to drag Kiss down with us, and we always say at work, don't bring people down with you. Be responsible for your own actions. You know, if someone if someone um, has to be reprimanded at my job. You know, a lot of people. At the time they'll say, "Well, so and so, blah 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 blah." You know, like you know, no, I don't want to hear. This is about you. You be responsible for you. Don't bring other people down with you. And that's kind of what, and in, in my opinion, like that's kind of what it seems like that's going on here. Um, well, they fired me, but you know, well, 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 they were doing this during COVID, and October. This is October 2021, and you know what? I was, I remember when I read, you know, when I, you know, where I was when I read about Fran dying, I was sitting in a crowded bar inside, (laughs) you know, and at the, and the week before, I was probably at a football game with 60,000 people, you know, and I, I feel really bad about what happened to Fran. I think it's terrible. And I think it's terrible that anybody died during COVID or, or, or from COVID. Um, but and I also think it's really bad that people die from heart disease, too. So we, we, we people have to make choices. So, and, you st- and, you still, and you, you still it. gotta
1: and you still gotta live and I mean right. none of these none of these yeah. comments that are being attributed to Paul Stanley Gene Simmons, Doc McGee can be proven to be coming from them they are hearsay, we don't have any idea what it was actually said, um, again I think Lonnie hits the nail on the fucking head that it's tragic but we also gotta live and I don't doubt that there was a lot of pressure on the organization and touring bands to get back out there on the Road and that they followed the best advice that they could and did the best that they could under the circumstances. And just like wearing a goddamn seatbelt, it doesn't save everyone's life in a fucking car crash.
2: And these people had to get back to work too. These people were suddenly unemployed as of March 15th or whatever it was. Completely unemployed. These I mean, these roadies or and these mm-hmm. people like the, the, the wig guy. What what else do they know? That's their <laughs> livelihood and now they're back on the road they're they're trying to get back on their feet yeah uh, I'm
0: that's not, a, I'm not laughing mark, mark I, you know, what, what's your take i am I'm not, I'm not laughing at it like as a, you know I know it's a pretty serious thing but I just every time I hear the wig guy just makes me laugh because it's, you know
1: I mean ludicrous the,
0: the, there's many things about this thing that make me kind of shake my head like you know why do kiss have a hair guy I mean you know Is is a wig maintenance really that much, you know, do you really need a guy to take care of a wig? I mean, just brush this stupid
1: thing. Do you you think the raccoons feed themselves? Wear a wig every day. (laughs) But but you know
0: what? But the other thing too is that you guys are saying that you're, that you're surprised that Paul Stanley, you know, said these things. I'm not surprised because unless Paul Stanley is a complete and utter asshole, Okay apparently this guy is supposed to be a good friend of his and supposed to be somebody who's worked with him for a long time, tacking for him. So unless you have no heart and you really were just lying and you didn't give a shit about this guy, then, of co- then why, w- he? of course he would say, listen, dude, go get yourself checked out. You know, you're my friend. I care about you. Go get it done. The person in my eyes, though, I think is responsible. And of course, like I said, I'll be very cautious in saying this. Because you know we don't have proof, just like Julian said and stuff like that. We have to be very cautious about these things. But to me, the the, the name that keeps going, eh, 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 alarm bell, alarm bell, is Doc McGee. This guy, I don't trust him for anything. Okay, because as soon as you read in the story saying that Doc said, oh, that he's going to take care of some Live Nation guys, going to go take him to the hospital, and this and that, and they never did it. I believe that because Doc McGee said so much bullshit in the last couple of years already. I don't believe a single thing that guy says. Okay. So he's
2: looking into Dubai, though.
0: Yeah, exactly. That exactly. I rest <laughs> my case. Okay. Doc McGee is the most untrusted. And, and you know what? Just go back and read stories about Doc McGee from other people, too. Motley Crue, Bon Jovi. National I'm not Proc- the only one who's. Yeah, and I'm yeah, and I'm not I'm not the only one who who thinks that. Okay, now it is terrible that that guy di- that he, that he died. I mean, you shouldn't have to you know die doing something like that, like a job like that. I mean, it's it's terrible, you know. And you guys are right. You you can't you can't live in a cave the rest of your life either. You have to get out and do things. And you know if that that's their livelihood, then they have to get back to work to support their family. So I I, un- I understand that. You know, just how it happened is irrelevant because it could have happened anywhere. He could have went to the bathroom, somebody sneezed and he caught it. Right. So, but the, the thing that bothers me about it is that if maybe something was done about it earlier, maybe he wouldn't have passed away from it. You know what I mean? that that's, that's the battle that yeah exactly it's
1: it's all, it's all yeah. easy in it's all easy in hindsight no yeah. one knows the pressures that he was under in order to need to work doc mcgee is a manager doc mcgee's uh, juggling the contractual side of the obligations of the band the expectations of the fans um, the business side regardless of what you've just said about you know not trusting him of course you don't trust him.
0: He's a rock band manager. <laughs> <laughs> For fuck's sake, Mark, you've been in the business. Well, yeah, but that, that's that's it. That's just it, you know. I mean, it's like trusting a promoter. But Julian, if the guy goes and says to to the guy, you know, don't worry, I'm gonna get this guy and take. But him you don't do-
1: know. You don't know he said that either. Okay, I, just, I
0: know. I know. I'm just. That, I know. That's I'm, just that's just
1: clickbait headline shit. You mm-hmm. know.
0: But if he did say that, then that's pretty scummy. If he did say that,
1: yeah. But we've—I think—in life, we've all done things that we haven't taken seriously that have turned into bigger deals after the fact. You know, True. I want I'm—I'm going to give Doc McGee the benefit of the doubt on this. Oh. You know, yeah, yeah, Another he's looking to. Yeah, he's no. Yeah, he's looking into <laughs> Dubai, but yeah, there's a shit ton of things that aren't public knowledge. You know, I'm sorry, Ken. There are just simply things that we as fans don't get to know um, that make these situations more complex than they really ought to be. When you when you just think about it, we all just want kumbaya, everything's black and white, binary, <laughs> you know, good, evil, yes, no, right, wrong. If a life was only like that, half of us wouldn't have jobs. So, mm-hmm. Ken, give us some reason,
3: please. Well, the only reason I can say is uh... goodbye. <laughs> Dubai. But the, I don't know what uh, It's all based around that article that was leaked Some I forget it was on one of those
1: Rolling uh, Stone and then the Blaze websites.
3: Was, Right, okay And uh, about how supposedly Kiss handled it And all this stuff and what, what went on Whether that's true or not, I don't know I can't believe everything you read um, And uh, yeah, I, I kind of feel the, that way where the guy probably was maybe could have been under pressure you know felt like i i need to be there i need to be there for them for them to you know get their you know wigs ready or whatever you know get the blood out of gene's wig and get the confetti out of paul's wig and all that kind of stuff. all the
1: money was being spent on doc's head yeah, how, how yeah, luscious yeah. his hair is looking these days. It's, it's like, looking like, it's pretty. You got like a nice right there.
2: It's, it's like a giant <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: eyebrow. It's looking great. I mean, I'm I know.
3: Use some fill-ins. Reminds me of my front lawn. But anyway, uh, <laughs> Oh, Nice. But but anyway, uh, I, I don't know. Yeah, it's all. Who knows what really went on and all that kind of stuff. Uh, we just let that let that stuff play out in the courts and it'll probably be settled behind the scenes so they can just shut it down and and go forward and and it'll be off the front pages of tmz yeah
1: it, it's tough I, I feel bad for the band ending up on tmz all right talking about other horrendous things Vinny vincent live shred 2023 i believe it was 14 minutes of musical joy it was an audio orgasm in fact it was it was the whole Bukowski in one shot, basically. Bonnie, did you manage to listen to that? And I did not. I did not make it through all fourteen
2: minutes. How much? Yeah. Did, how much
1: did you make it through?
2: A few. I think I'm developing ADD as I get older, so I don't. Know. I didn't make it through very long. I was just like, I was just maybe three or four minutes. I was like, okay, I get it. You know, and I was just—I was like, okay, I, I i can't sit here at my desk and, and listen to this, and nor that I, nor when I got off work that I go, oh, I got to go back and listen to that some more either. So, um, I don't know. I mean, it. If if I I again, I say it all the time. We talk about Benny. I was so happy I got to go meet him in Atlanta and get to hang out with you for the weekend, Julian. And I'm glad I got that experience. Um, I never thought I'd get to meet him and I did, you know, but in the same breath, there's these Vinny Vincent fans that absolutely adore him and everything that he does. And if that's your thing, more power to you, you know, like I've said, Already on this show, that I'm not going to tell you how to spend your money. If that's what you want to go to. spend your money on these many events and and seeing him, and it's great, but it 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 was not for me past about three and a half four minutes.
1: Mark, so you're going to go to the next SIR thing at Nashville after hearing that?
0: Oh yeah, I mean I'm I'm ready. The next event, I'm on it. You know, I mean that that guitar playing was just absolutely. It's, it's inspired you. It is inspired me. it has inspired me to make a forty-five minute CD of absolute dribbling guitar soloing that made absolutely no sense. I have a feeling that people will be paying five hundred dollars a pop for a CD like that. And also I have a good feeling that if I do that, I could not send it to them for two, three years and then tell them that you know a <laughs> wow. year from then uh, I can sell I'll send it later send them to too. them. Send and re- yeah, and I'll send them two of them. In, th- in four years time you know and nice. then i'll try to get them to buy another cd as well so but in, in all seriousness i think i listened to about and i was surprised about this i listened to about eight minutes of it wow because i i wanted to really see like what was going on with this and it to me because the thing that i don't understand is that somebody put on there that vinnie vincent shredding over a blues progression and i was like a blues progression i'm sitting here trying to listen but first of all it sounds like a concrete blender this audio is terrible i'm trying to listen to where is there like even a drum beat going on or some guitar underneath that i couldn't really even make that out but if that was him playing over a blues signature like oh god i mean it is terrible man it, it had no sense of rhythm there was no structure to it there was no there was no fucking logic to the notes either. It was just absolutely terrible. It's like if I gave my guitar to my 10-year-old n- nephew Evan and said, Here, play it, I guarantee you he'd probably make a more logical guitar solo. And he's never played guitar in his life than that was. It was terrible, man. I I don't understand how you know this is what I don't understand. How do people listen to that and say Vinnie you Vincent is a fucking great guitar you player. Should have stopped after I mean, four minutes,
2: Mark.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I think so because it, it, maybe it melted a piece of my brain or something that playing because it, it I don't get how people think that this guy is such a fucking great guitar player. I mean with that there, I would I would lose all hope on it. Sure. his Vinnie Vincent invasion stuff was decent. The kiss stuff that he's done was fantastic. There's no question about that. Okay. But what he's doing now, I mean, really, I would I would have much more respect for him if he just went out and played just some pentatonic riff stuff over a thing, did a little bit of shredding here and there and just played some melodic stuff. I would have old respect in the world for him. But for him to kind of come out in here and try to impress people by going a six zillion miles an hour and having notes that come flying off the guitar that make no sense at all and have no rhythmical structure, I am not impressed at all.
1: Every note ever played all at once. Right there. That's like playing yeah. all of Beethoven's symphonies simultaneously and compressed into one second. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: I listened to the whole thing twice.
3: Oh, wow.
1: Twice.
3: I'm Jeez. impressed.
1: Twice. You're better than the rest
3: of Someone them. Someone had, had a gun to your head or something.
1: Right? <laughs> no. I, I was actually really <laughs> fascinated by it. I mean, it, it was one of my friends described it as the sound of two cats in a dryer having sex.
0: <laughs> wow. spin
1: cycle. Um, but I, I was really curious to see if I could discern anything, which is why I went back and listened to it again, you know, and I put on headphones the second time around to say, to say, was that exactly what I heard the first time around to see if I could discern anything within that static. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it was like, I think you need the James Webb telescope looking at that music to discover any musicality in it because it just, it has no, it's chaos theory. It's just mm-hmm. complete chaos and anarchy. Um, but I guess you could still play. If that's what you call playing, <laughs> but I think it really needed Bob Ezrin. Uh, Ken, what do you think?
3: Oh, well, first of all mark's dog could play better than that um mm, <laughs> mark's easily. dog's the only yeah.
1: creature that heard all the notes uh,
3: yeah, yes probably yeah, yeah probably yeah. Um, some of those uh, unheard notes uh, would have made it better actually um but yeah yeah i was one that i was listening to it waiting for something to happen so i, I it probably lasted about a minute for me <laughs> But I mean, but what I did in that minute, I, the I you, know how, again. you know how you skip forward to try to get to the good part? You know, you skip it forward. So I, mm-hmm. I go, okay, I'm gonna skip a little forward. And it's like, okay, I'm hearing the same thing now. Still skip forward again, still the same thing. I get to the end part. Still the same. I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, what is this? It's just a bunch of Gobbledygook, I guess you would call it. Yes. know, and that will be the name of the CD that puts out, you know Um, uh, Yeah, it's just a waste waste of recording time whoever recorded it it, that was a waste Um, It's just ridiculous in my opinion you know, the whole thing is just ridiculous and I, I would have been excited if he just played a solo from one of the kiss songs or something like that you know just, just rip off a solo you know one yeah. of the solos from back in the day but uh I, I that love didn't it happen.
1: loud all seven notes
3: yeah so i mean now you know why you know paul wanted to you know get Vinny off the stage when he extended to one of these solos you know he was just kind of going going out there way out there somewhere um, he,
1: so. and, and that was, was the, the biggest complaint about him was that he didn't have any filter and that is just someone with no filter whatsoever. Yeah. Um, all, all that it needed was someone like bad Barbie rapping along to it. You know, <laughs> <Yeah. Folkless. laughs> Jim Gillette sings along to Benny Vincent's guitar. Solo. Hey,
0: Jim Gillette. He's what?
1: awesome. <laughs> yeah. Not, not to, not to my taste. I'm sure he is awesome. All right. Um, we're running out of time rapidly, so let's go to A-Sides, B-Sides, which one wins, and second album's up this week, Hotter Than Hell. If you have to pick between the A-Side and the B-Side, Mark, which side A-side. of Hotter Than Hell are you taking and why?
0: A-Side. I, I, I've, yeah. I really like the A-Side of that album. I mean, Got the Chooses on there and Parasite. And it's it's pretty strong side. I mean, the... The the B-side has some good songs, too. I mean, All The Way is one of the, you know, the Dark Horse songs I actually like from that album. Uh, And it also has, you know, Strange Ways. But I've always liked Side A. Uh, I don't know if that's because a lot of the times when I listen to that record on vinyl downstairs, I I sometimes don't get a chance to listen to Side B. Sometimes something comes up or I have to go do something and I never get a chance to listen to Side 2. But Side A has always been just just fantastic stuff i've I've always been a big big fan of that side i think i got to choose is one of paul's great songs
1: lonnie side a or side b of hotter than hell
2: it's side a for me as well i mean side a is classic kiss and its <clears throat> finest got to choose parasite hotter than hell let me go rock and roll i know going blinds on there going blind isn't my favorite version on hotter than hell but man i mean it's classic kiss Mm -hmm. the whole first side and side b is good i i we talked about all the way on the show not that long ago and i talked about how much i like that song um and mainline's fun too as is strange ways of coming home but side a is just classic kiss it's side Mm -hmm. a hands down
1: yeah i'm with Lonnie. what he said exactly ken what about you
3: side b for me wow (laughs) wow (laughs) i love those two I love, well, I love those two Simmons songs and uh, that lead off the the second side all the way. Uh, and, you know, great song and watching it. I think watching it was fantastic. Both of those yeah. songs, both of those songs are awesome. And mm-hmm. you know, Mayline's you know pretty good. You get two Peter Chris sung songs on the second side. When does that happen? Right? Um, I think it's the only time. Right? Yeah. So, it is. and Mainline, you know, yeah, Mainline's good song, not the, you know, classic. I wouldn't call it a classic or anything. Um, but Coming Home, really, really good. Um, they let off Done Plug with that, right? Um, and then Strange Ways, what a great Ace Frehley song. I mean, come on. No song like that. And, and it just has a great mood to it. So, I, I like B better than A. I mean they're close, but the, I like B.
1: Yeah, I mean come on, it's it's a great album, and yeah, you know, when you when you look at it, I went with side A because of the sequencing. That's just you know one two yeah. punch, going blind. Number Mulani, that's a little bit of a dirge, you know, a change of pace, and then another one two punch to end the sequencing on side B. I mean the variety of the songs are great on side B, but the sequencing isn't as powerful as the punch you get out of side A for me. And that's all that comes down to. You know, I I wouldn't give a shit if I put on the album the wrong way around and started on side B. All right, mm-hmm. I got to go back to work, so it's got to be a shorter episode this this week, everyone. I do want to thank everyone who tuned into the last episode of Song Stories, which was Firehouse.
0: Firehouse, really good.
1: Yep. next really episode good. will drop Sunday, through March nineteenth. We're getting it. We're into the second half of the season, so only a few songs left and. I think the next one's a longer episode it's like nearly 20 minutes oh, so um, anyway we appreciate everyone's comments and chime in with your thoughts about all the topics uh, that we've gotten into you know on that lawsuit let's stay away from all the conspiracy bullshit with covid and just keep it about the people uh which is really <laughs> what matters and the actual suing because everyone's got their own opinions on it all now but for now from lonnie